Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Two Minute Drill presented by Deep Dive Sports. I'm your host, Dom, and this week I am joined by Brian and John. It's been another quite eventful week um, across football, um, both NFL and NCAA. Um, what are some of the takeaways that you guys had from either NCAA or NFL? Uh, we'll start with Brian. Uh, I got to give Gardner Minshew some props. I mean, don't wrong. It was just one game. It was against the Jets. So, I mean, uh-huh. over uh-huh. but, you know, he's going to be looking for a starting job next year. And this is probably his main, his best chance to kind of show off that he can still do, you know, his job. So, oh, yeah. Min- Minshew Mania is back, baby. Minshew Mania. <laughs> that man should never have been a backup. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, what about you? Um, I got my, my, the thing I took away from last week was I was surprised that Georgia lost. I really thought they were the team to beat. And I think the Bravens are beatable. Um, I mean, everybody's beatable, but I, I think that the fact that the Ravens, I know they were in Pittsburgh, the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers beat them, Pittsburgh's like, I mean, they're better than the Browns as of right now, but I, they're not like, I don't think they're as good as the Ravens. The fact that the Ravens lost to them, I, I think uh, kind of raises some red flags for the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I think the Browns have a, a, another good chance of, of, of beating the uh, Ravens this coming week. Yeah, I, I think the the injuries are starting to take their toll on the Ravens. Um, you know, and they were they had all those injuries in the offseason. Uh, well, they lost the Humphrey. Yeah, that that's huge because their secondary was already was already pretty uh, thin. Yeah, Humphrey right tore Humphrey had a peck I'm not saying this right pectal peck peck something tear. He's out for the year. Yeah. yeah that's a huge loss. Because he he's been trying to glue that secondary together, and now now I I couldn't even tell you who their uh, corners are. They're down what their top three or three corners. I couldn't tell you what the corners are. I know they had Humphrey. Um, I want to say they had Peters. I think Peters was hurt too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got hurt in the uh, preseason. And it was one takeaway that I had is that there's still hope for college football. <laughs> they 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 put Cincinnati in the team that. I've kind of been rooting for to get into the playoffs. I think they deserve to get in. They didn't go for the money move and, you know, put in Notre Dame, even though they didn't deserve to be in there. Um, I'm excited for the, for the playoffs. Do I think Cincinnati is going to make the national championship game? Probably not. They're probably going to, they're probably going to lose, um, but I don't think they'll get blown out. I think they will be competitive and it, it's good to see new teams get into the playoffs and especially some non-power five conference teams kind of gives some hope for those smaller conferences. It kind of shows that they actually do have a chance to compete for a national championship. Um, so obviously bringing in more competition is good for college football. But moving on to the second topic of first down. So everyone already has one player that they're always watching out for. Um, what are some guys that you guys are watching out for this week? Uh, we'll start with John. Player I'm watching out for, um, I'm going to say Kareem Hunt. I think he's he's back. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Kareem Hunt. Um, I know he was hurt, but I, I think that he's back. I think he's he's going to do really well. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the the Browns have really really missed him in that offense. And uh, Phillips is back too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's going to help. Huge. Yeah, starting to get healthy. Who knows? They maybe maybe they might win a game. Maybe not be so disappointing. 
Well, Brian, what about you? Who are you watching out for? I got Daryl Williams. He's a running back for the Chiefs. And I'm not talking about his uh, running so much, but his receiving. Because so far this year, he's got 71 receptions <laughs> for over 650 yards. But the reason why I'm bringing him up is the Chiefs play the Raiders, you know, divisional game. And uh, I think it was, what, three, four weeks ago they played the Raiders. And in that game, Daryl Williams had 11 carriers for 44 yards, nothing great. But he yeah. had nine catches for for 101 yards. So he had way more receiving yards than Tyreek Hill. He had he was right up there with Kelsey. So they seem to know how to use him against that Raiders defense. And uh, I mean, if it worked last time, you can expect him to do it again. Yeah, I think that you know that that that's a good that's a good player to watch. It's someone that kind of flies under the radar. You don't really think about him too much. Yeah, but yeah. I, now that you mentioned it, I, I'm going to be watching out for him. But um, the player that that I'm going to be specifically watching out for this week, obviously being in the Cleveland market, um, Baker Mayfield. I think it's it's put up or shut up time for him. Um, the front office said that he's pretty much back to 100% at this point. I don't know how much I believe that, but we can only go off of what they say. Um, you know, they're they're expecting a, a big. Uh, I guess resurgence out of him the last couple weeks of the season. He's got a lot of money on the line. He's got an extension on the line. Um, the playoffs are also on the line. Um, as disappointing as this season has been, they're six and six. They're still in the thick of things in the playoff hunt. They have to win out pretty much because they don't have any tiebreakers against anyone. Um, so they, they got to either get in the wild card outright or win the division outright because they ain't getting any help. But I think this is this is Baker's time to shine. If he wants to keep saying that he's a franchise quarterback, this is his time to prove it. Well, I I I, I don't see them winning the division, but I do. I think they will. They have a very chance of making the playoffs. Obviously, as a wild card. I just think we're, we're just in the toughest division in the NFL. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah and, I and I, it's it's like I think Washington is like they're five. 500, I want to say, and they're obviously in the, probably the weakest division in the NFL, but it just shows you how tough the AFC North is because if we were, if we, if the scenarios or the divisions were switched around, we'd be in second place and then fourth place. Right. So, yeah, but like, as, as Brian had mentioned weeks before, I think it's anybody to win the division, you know, it's like somebody does well and then you bad the next week and the next week they, you know, it's just back and forth switching places. And they got a big break uh, over the weekend with, you know, Cincinnati losing, the Steelers beating the Ravens, the Raiders losing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, what the Browns wanted in the, in the off season, it's still in front of them. They just need to go out and take care of business. You know, they keep somehow getting these lucky breaks with teams in front of them, you know, tripping up. But they need to start taking advantage of some of these opportunities. And hopefully they can start doing it. But moving on to second down, um, kind of alluding to what I mentioned back in first down, the uh, NCAA playoffs. They're coming up. Uh, the semifinal games are New Year's Eve. Uh, what are some of the predictions that you guys have? Well, we'll start with Brian. Uh, I, I'm predicting it's not really, you know, a way out there one, but Alabama goes all the way. I mean, they're going in uh, like 13-point favorites against Cincinnati right this weekend. Uh -huh. And I don't know if they're going to win by that much, but, you know, this is a team that's had experience in the playoffs, so I expect them to be the team to beat, definitely. Okay. John, what about you? 
Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I, Cincinnati, I would say no. Michigan, they haven't done it. it. They haven't been good consistently enough for me to like put money on them as far as going all the way. Uh, and I really like Georgia. I know they just lost, but I, I, I guess I got to agree with Brian. I'm going to stick with Alabama. They, they've been there before. I like Georgia, but I, I know I definitely I would say Alabama wins it all. So you guys both have an Alabama Georgia national championship game. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I think that's a good. I don't. I don't. I like I said. I think it'll be Alabama and Georgia. I don't see Cincinnati or Michigan advancing. Okay, I got a little bit of a different scenario for you guys. Um, so I I think Alabama beats Cincinnati. I think it's going to be close. Uh, come down the last couple, last couple seconds, but I can see Michigan beating Georgia. As, as much as that hurts me to say as a Ohio State fan, Georgia's a team that I, I've honestly thought they've been kind of overrated all season. Yeah, their defense is good, but name me a good offense that they played all season. They haven't really played anyone. You know, the, we, we see how they played this last weekend against Alabama. They just got, they just got blown out. It, it wasn't even close. And I, I think Michigan, that sucks to say, but they're, they're a good team. Uh, they got a really good defense. Obviously, they got a pretty good offense. Um, they're physical. They're fast. I think they match up pretty well against this Georgia team. And I, it could go either way, but I, I honestly think that they could beat them. Um, so a, a national championship game, I'm going to go Alabama-Michigan. That's weird. Again, that's so weird to say. It kind of hurts my soul a little bit. Um, I could see that happening. To be yeah. I mean, as an Ohio State fan, this, will, this matchup will be the, like, nightmare matchup for any national championship game between Alabama and Michigan. Um, I honestly might not even watch that, watch that game, um, but I, I think Alabama uh, runs, not runs away with that one, but I think they'll pull away and uh, win the national championship over Michigan. And moving on to the second topic of second down, some little bit of news towards the end of last week. Um, Big Ben has pretty much told everyone in the Steelers organization that this is going to be his last year. So what do you see the Steelers doing a quarterback next season? Do they try to bring someone in in free agency? Do they kind of tear it all down and go for the rebuild? Um, John, we'll start with you. Well, um, for all I know, I mean, Big Ben might pull a Brett Favre and say he's going to retire and then not retire. He's done that before. He's done that. Uh, this might be, I think he's probably said he's going to retire. This might be the third time already. Um I don't see them signing somebody as a free agent in the offseason. I really see them uh, getting a quarterback through the draft. I think of it as almost like the New England situation where they got Tom Brady left and they drafted Mac Jones. And so far, Mac Jones has, has been successful. And, and I hate saying this about the Browns, but unlike the Browns, New England and even Pittsburgh, you know, their organization is is – a very good organization and mm -hmm. they will develop the quarterback and, you know, they won't change offensive coordinator every year or change the coach every year, which makes it harder for that particular QB to be successful for, especially for a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback. Um, I think they're going to draft a quarterback. I see them drafting Kenny Pitt. And the only reason I say that is because he's, he's a Pittsburgh college, a college he's from Pittsburgh the University. So I think they'll draft him. Uh, Mason Rudolph, who I don't see 
I mean, he, I, I see him as a backup along with Dwayne Haskins, which is who are also on their roster. Um, yes. I don't see them being the heir apparent. Um, and now Mason Rudolph is, is um, good until he's, he's, he's on the team until uh, the 20, 2022, or after this season, Dwayne Haskins becomes a free agent. I just, I, I don't see whether they keep Dwayne Haskins and, and keep Mason Rudolph for another year. I don't see them being the next man up. I, I really see them drafting Kenny Pitt because he has that local, uh, he's a local guy. Put it this way, if, if the Browns decide to draft another quarterback and get rid of Baker or trade him or whatever they might do, which I do think is a mistake, I think they should keep Baker, they have a much better – the Pittsburgh has a much better organization and a much more proven yeah. track record of being more successful doing that than the Cleveland Browns do. As much as that hurts me to say, that's, that's what I see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Brian, what do you think they'll do? I think one big issue with for them is heading into this like this offseason the quarterback market's kind of bad right now the draft class quarterback like it's it's a weak quarterback class for draft Uh and I mean I think they've had their fair look at Rudolph and they've decided he's not a starting quarterback Haskins heard they're not really impressed with there's been a lot of rumors about Aaron Rodgers I really hope he doesn't come to Pittsburgh just saying <laughs> but uh I think they bring somebody in free agency either they go for Rogers Gardner Minshew Minshew Mania just saying is an idea or they you know go into a rebuild year and have Rudolph just start this year and wait for next year's draft yeah I'm I'm kind of on the fence because um, historically they're they're not an organization that will tear it down and go into full rebuild mode um, they're not an organization that kind of accepts losing. Um, so I could see them, I, I could see them drafting Kenny Pickett. Um, I think he'd be a good fit, but I, I can also see them signing a quarterback as well um, to go along with drafting a quarterback because they want to make sure that their quarterback has time to develop and that he learns the offense. They're uh, a pretty, I guess, conservatively run organization. So they're not going to rush anyone into starting then they might not be ready to start yet. So I can see them signing. I mean, I'm looking at potential free agent quarterbacks right now. Maybe Jameis Winston, if he's available, uh, Nick Foles. I mean, I, they're not going to go sign, you know, your franchise quarterback. They're going to go sign someone that's going to be a stopgap for a year, like Kenny Pickett learned under them. And then going into 2023, like Kenny Pickett take over. Um, but I, I think as a young quarterback, you kind of need someone that could be a mentor. And in that quarterback room, I don't really see Mason Rudolph as a mentor. And I sure as hell don't see Dwayne Haskins as someone that could be a mentor. Um, so I, I think bringing in a veteran presence that can kind of hold the fort down for a year and let Kenny Pickett learn is probably the best bet for him, uh, both short and long term. But that's not my opinion. Obviously, I'm not the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So who knows what they'll do. Uh, Moving on to topic three of second down. The New England Patriots seem to be back. They seem to be dangerous again. Are they the team to beat in the AFC? We'll start with Brian. I'm going to go one bigger and say they're not just the team to be in the AFC. I think they're the team to beat in the entire league. I mean, they've played dominant the last five weeks. I mean, 
just in the last two weeks, they beat the Bills and the Titans, two of the other teams I'd say that are the teams to beat in the AFC. And I mean, with the Titans, they destroyed them pretty good. With the Bills, I mean, they ran the ball and then ran the ball and then ran the ball. I mean, yeah, weather had a you know factor in that, but between the defense and that, I mean, the Bills still couldn't stop them. Yeah, I definitely think that the best team in the AFC by a lot. All right, John, what about you? I think the uh, I know they they, they kind of had trouble early on. I think the Chiefs are the team to be in the AFC. I think they they've been there before. They have more experience. I would say New England, but the only thing that I I and they may I, I might be wrong by this by the end of the season. But the only thing I would put against New England is they have a rookie quarterback. I think they have. I think the last time I checked, they had like the best defense in the NFL as far as like giving points off. I think it's like fifteen point six points per game. Mm-hmm. So they they have a good defense. They have a really good defense, and I don't think the Bills will win the division. I think they've pa- surpassed the Bills as far as you know their success. Even though I thought the Bills would win the division outright out, but I think you know I, I put it this way: I think the New England Patriots are the team to be in the AFC East. I don't think they're the team to be in the AFC. I would say the Chiefs are. But probably the best team in the NFL that's the team to beat, you know, the Packers, and I would, but I'd probably maybe say Arizona. Arizona's out there too. I'm not too, I'm not too impressed with Dallas. Um, I, I'm the Buccaneers. I could see them just because, you know, they got, they have the GOAT and Tom Brady. Um, but yeah, no, AFC, I'm going to go with Chiefs. I, I think they've adjusted relatively recently. And, and that's the thing about the elite teams. You know, if they start out bad, they, they make the adjustments, whatever that might be, and they, they, they rebound. You know, they don't just start out bad and they just suck for the rest of the season. They, they adapt. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, like, I, I, I think the Chief, not the Chiefs, the Patriots would be that team but because they have a rookie quarterback, even though they'll probably win rookie of the year. Uh, the only thing, that's the only thing that's me, that's, I'm counting against them is they have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a you got a good point. Um, out of all the rookie quarterbacks, he was definitely Mac Jones was definitely drafted in the best situation. Uh, but I think they have probably the one of the most complete teams in football, if not the most complete team. They got the best defense in the league. Well, maybe first or second best defense in the league. Uh, they got a solid run game. They got you know they they don't have a lot of big name weapons, but they have guys that just get the job done. Uh, kind of similar to what we saw in um, early Tom Brady's career. Mac Jones just has to, you know, drive the car. He was handed the keys. He just has to drive the car and not go too fast, not try to do too much with it. And he's been doing that all season. I don't see why he can't continue that. If, if that defense can carry this team like they have been, like I think they can do, I think this this could be the team to beat in the AFC. And that defense can stop anyone. You know, the struggles that the Chiefs have had, yeah, they've they've looked better as of recently, but that offense still has problems. Um, you know, I, I think going up against a defense like um, New England, I think the, the Chiefs definitely, definitely can run into some issues there. We saw how they played against some of the other top teams in the AFC. I, I think the AFC is going to run through New England again. <laughs> we, we, we just thought that uh, this Patriots dynasty and their, their reign of terror was over and took a break for a year and they're, they're right back at it. 
But let me ask you this. Do you see the Patriots going to the Super Bowl or winning it this year? Because I, I don't think, think there's, there's there's only been one quarterback that's ever won that was a rookie that made it to the Super Bowl. And, I don't, and there's been there has ever there's never been a quarterback that is was a rookie that has won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So do you see them I, making the Super Bowl? Because the only one that's made it was Dan Marino, I think, in nineteen eighty four. I think they have they have a good chance of getting there. Um, odds are obviously stacked against them being a rookie. I, again, I, I think you look at the team around him. And it's just a complete team. Uh, that defense is phenomenal. Uh, so I think as long as he doesn't turn the ball over and they can keep handing it off to Damian Harris and getting touchdowns from Andre Stevenson and just getting points off of that defense, yeah, I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't. Uh, and I actually saw, I think it was on ESPN or somewhere on Facebook, that right now the, the betting favorite for the Super Bowl right now is – Patriots and Buccaneers. So, uh, of course, <laughs> Vegas and ESPN want to see Brady against Belichick in the Super Bowl. So, my my money's on that happening. <laughs> the Buccaneers are so far up there, and and just in in their odds. Yeah, I, it's the Tom Brady effect, man. Yeah, I know. Never betted against Brady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, after twenty years, I think we've all all learned you don't bet against Tom Brady until he actually loses. <laughs> <laughs> or he retires or he retires yeah which I mean, who knows he might be playing till till i'm 50 who knows <laughs> well moving on to third down um recapping last week's game of the week uh which was the chargers and the bengals it's a pretty interesting game um it, it was one of the few games this week that i watched um it was only one of really two games that i was able to watch during that time slot um what did you guys think of it We'll start with John. Just the, the Bengals are just, they're, they're just inconsistent. Um, I, like I said, it's, you know, I think I, I, I keep on re- re- reiterating what Brian said. Um, it's anybody's division, you know, it's like, I mean, the, we spanked the Bengals pretty, really well. And then they spanked the, um, the Ravens at one time pretty bad. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I, I think, you know, Chargers are a better team. And I just, I, I guess I'm just not that impressed by the Bengals. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't surprised that they lost, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I think that's fair. Uh, Brian, what did you think? I mean, well, one, this was a game that had, a, you know, big wild card implications for the AFC, just because these, both these teams are competing for one of those spots. And uh, the one thing, two things I noticed is it kind of came down to uh, the Bengals defense really struggled. I mean, they let up 24 unanswered points early on, but it also was the Bengals O-line gave up six sacks on Joe Burrow. So, I mean, it's hard getting hit that many times, losing those yards and keeping drives alive. So things that, you know, they're just going to have to improve on. I was watching this game. I was obviously really impressed with the Chargers in that first half. Uh, that offense looked like the offense that we thought that they were going to be all season. Uh, their defense looked a lot better than it had throughout the first couple of weeks of the season. Obviously, the Bengals looked like the old Bengals. They looked like a young team that obviously has talent, but they're a young team that's going to be going through some growing pains. But I tell you what, in that second half, I was impressed with how they they kept fighting. They didn't give up. Yeah, they still lost, but I think this is a team that's kind of showing that, yeah, well, either they're they're – they might be overachieving this year, but this team going forward next year and going 
2023-2024, this is going to be a team that's going to be competing for the division, if not winning it. Uh, so I, I think that the future is bright with this organization. And I tell you what, I, I was really impressed with how they just didn't give up. You know, you go down, what was it, 30, 20, 24 nothing, 30 nothing at some point in the, in the first quarter, in the first half. A lot of yeah. teams just give up. They just pull their starters, don't, don't really do anything the rest of the game. They fought back. And then I tell you what, for a little bit, I thought that they could pull off the comeback. But obviously they didn't. It was a good game to watch. It, it, it was thoroughly entertaining. Well, moving on to fourth down. Coming up, we got week 14. We have another big matchup that has both divisional and uh, wild card implications. We got the Cowboys and the streaking Washington football team. It's going to be it's going to be a big game this week, and I can't wait to watch it. But we'll start with uh, John. What do you what do you make of this game? Well, I see the Cowboys winning simply because they have a quarterback. They have a good quarterback. Um, they're leading the division, but um, you know it, it's it's weird because I mean that division being as weak as it is, it, anybody can really win that division, and and they don't have to win a lot of games to win that division. So, I mean, I think when well, last time I looked at the NFC playoff bracket bracket, they had several teams that are in the hunt. Like, I think the Eagles were in there, the Giants were in there, and it's because they're in a weak division. So I, I think similar, in a way, similar to the AFC North, where anybody can win that division, except the AFC North is it's a much harder division to win. And I think it's, in a way, the same kind of scenario in the NFC East. I, I could see anybody either winning, winning that division or being a wild card in that division because it's just it's not as competitive as the other divisions in the NFL. So um, who do I see winning? I got to go with Dallas just because they have a good quarterback. Now, if it was if, if it was this scenario last year when Dak Prescott was hurt, I would go with um, the Washington football team because I, like, they have they have a good defense. But I think now that Dak Prescott is back, I I, I, I see the Dallas Cow- Dallas Cowboys winning that game. Okay. All right, Brian, what about you? I want to say with like every fiber of my body, Washington wins because I love what Heineke's done. I mean, you know, he stepped in when Magic got injured and he's, you know, done way better than I think anybody really expected him to do. But I think the Cowboys are just the better team, the more complete team, and I think they're going to win. But I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. Okay. Well, you wanted to say it. I'm gonna say it. I think Washington pull. I think Washington pulls this one off. That defense is looking significantly better than what they were in the beginning of the season. Significantly better. Um, I'm very impressed with Taylor Heineke. I think. I think he could be the guy for for this team going forward. He just he just has something about him. You know, he doesn't quit. He's got a high motor. Takes. Pretty much takes care of the football. He'll he'll make some risky plays, but he's not scared to take the shot down the field. He'll put this team on his back. And, and until the Cowboys can prove to me that they can show up in big games and they're not too scared of those big situations, I don't care who they have on that team. It seems like that this team every year, there's always big expectations. There's all these big names on this team. And every year they disappoint. They got off to a big start. They got off was it five and two at one point and they're coming back down to earth. 
yeah. happens every year. They get they always get off to a good start and they always finish nine and seven, eight and eight. <laughs> so I, I I don't see why this trend can't continue. I think the Cowboys are a team the last couple of weeks haven't really looked that great. And they really haven't played, you know, the teams that they played the last couple of weeks, they played New Orleans, who doesn't have a quarterback anymore. They lost to Vegas, who has had half their roster cut or put in jail this season. They lost to Kansas City, 19 to 9. And they they beat Atlanta. Whoop-de-doo, you beat Atlanta. So the last four weeks, they've beaten one of the worst teams in the league and a team that no longer has a quarterback. And they lost to an average Raiders team and an underachieving Chiefs team. So I, I think I, I think the way that Washington's playing right now, I think they can pull this one off. Granted, I might be wrong, but this game is also it's all it's a home game for for Washington. I, I think too many things are going in their favor. The way that they're playing definitely is in their favor. I, I could see them winning this game. I, I do got to agree with you on. I think uh, Heineke is the guy going forward for him. Yeah, unless something major changes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at how he played last year in the playoff game against Tampa Bay. I mean, he 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 balled out. Obviously, he he made some bad decisions and and made some mistakes as any quarterback would. But he showed that he he's got something. Now, something something about him. Either he's got that uh, Fitz magic kind of kind of feel to him. And I don't know if he'll be a franchise quarterback going long term or some guy that's you know you throw in when your starter gets hurt and he just catches fire and leads it to the playoffs. I don't know, but I, I like what they're doing right now. And I think they'll win this week, but moving on to the two point conversion. Uh, we all got, we all got predictions, right. For this next week. What's one prediction that you guys have for this week? John, or yeah, John, we'll start with you. Browns win by three. I like your prediction. I like that. <laughs> Anytime the Browns can get a win. I like the sound of it. Brian, what about you? Uh, I'm going with the same game. My, my prediction is the Browns go back to running the ball a lot more than what they have and just entrusting it to Hunt and uh, Chubb. Okay. Um, hoping they do that because they they need to get that run game back. That's That needs to be their bread and butter. Yep. Um, my prediction, the Miami Dolphins keep their winning streak going. This is a team that started off 1-7. One in, one in They've won five in a row. They play the Jets this week. I think somehow this Miami Dolphins team gets back to 500 and puts themselves right in the thick of this playoff race after we all counted them for dead <laughs> at one and seven. You know, I, I, I was reading something earlier that, you know, obviously, look, since the trade deadline, they have not lost. And, you know, one of the reasons for that is is got to be uh, Tua knows Deshaun Watson not coming through that door. He he doesn't have to worry, am I going to have a job next week? He's able to settle down, focus on the task at hand, focus on the offense, and just play football. And they got a good opportunity to, to get to 500 here against a pretty bad Jets team. But now to our final topic, the trivia question. Everyone's favorite part of the episode. <laughs> so my trivia question for this week who won the ap comeback player of the year award in 2011 whenever you guys have a guess go ahead go ahead and, and shout it out 
Think back to the NFL 10 years ago. I'm just trying to think of who was in the NFL 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, was it Michael Vick, was it? Mm-mm. Ah, okay. That's a good guess, though. That's a good guess. Brian, you got a guess? I'm going to play it safe and just say Tom Brady. I like where your head was at because he did have that ACL injury that everyone kind of forgets about, but that was, what, 2000, 2008, 2009? 2008. 2008. 2011 AP Comeback Player of the Year. Believe it or not, was Matthew Stafford. Oh. Oh. Yep. Remember, was it his rookie year he had that bad shoulder injury? Okay. Yeah. Matt Stafford has won a comeback player of the year. Never never would have thought that. (laughs) So I want to thank you guys again for coming on for this week. And as always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.